The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. While you're getting in touch about that, we'll talk about an equally weighty issue. Bankers' bonuses, they're going to be allowed to be paid again. Bonuses of up to €20,000 to staff in uh, the main banks in this country after the government agreed to ease recession-era restrictions. Ministers also lifted the €500 €500,000 or other uh, pay cap on staff at Bank of Ireland which the state of course no longer has a stake in. Roisin Shortall is the co-leader of the Social Democrats. Roisin, is this a good idea? Uh, good evening, Karen. No, I don't think it's a good idea at all. I think it's quite a bad idea. And I think in the present circumstances in particular, it's it's a real insult to the millions of people in this country who are really struggling on the salaries that they have, the wages that they have, and uh, trying to cope with the increase in the cost of living. I think it sets absolutely the wrong tone and sends out a very, very poor message uh, to the whole, to the country in terms of the whole principle of solidarity us working together um, and fairness and uh, I think it's a big mistake I have to say by government But but these are private institutions particularly Bank of Ireland the state no longer has a stake in it and I mean private institutions up and down the country can pay whatever they want to their employees why does it send out the wrong tone if it's the bank? Well, it, it may be now a private institution, but it's a, an institution that has done untold damage to this country and who has, which has desperately negatively impacted very, very many people's lives. And it has put the country in hock and it has put our children and our children's children in hock for a very long time. And in those circumstances, I think it's completely inappropriate that anybody in that bank should be earning a salary in excess of a half a million euro. Michael Summers is with us as well, the former CEO of the National Treasury Management Agency. Michael, do you think it's completely inappropriate to earn over half a million euro in an Irish bank or indeed to pay bonuses to staff of up to 20,000 euro? <laughs> I mean, I, I know Roisin well. We used to meet at the Public Accounts Committee, so um, we probably didn't agree on too much. But anyway, um, well, sorry, just to focus on the bonuses first of all. Um, I was I ran the NTMA for 19 years and I was all in favour of bonuses mainly to motivate staff because a lot of people just took the annual pay etc you know, that was a given but if you wanted to get more out of them uh, the only way I could see about doing this was really to, to pay them bonuses and not to pay overtime not to pay increments not to pay national pay agreements or anything but to review the gross pay and to pay bonuses and the bonuses were paid based on the achievement of certain objectives and depending on whether you achieve them and the extent to which you surpass them, uh, you get a bonus. And if you didn't pay a bonus, well, you didn't get it. Now, the advantage when I was running the NCMA paying the bonuses was I was able to keep the staff numbers down to very low levels. Um, you know, when, when I left and we were covering essentially everything that everybody's that they're covering at the moment, I had 168 people. I think there's now about 800 people and not doing a huge lot more than what we were doing at the time. But... Um, I was able to keep it down because, as I say, people were motivated. They worked hard, they worked extra hours, etc., and they didn't get any extra pay for it. Now, as regards the, the cap, uh, that's, that's a trickier one. I mean, you'll get plenty of people who'd be quite happy to, to work for half a million a year, mm. plus, plus a pension contribution, etc., and, you know, a good expense account and a nice car, etc. Um, and that, that is, that's a trickier one. Yeah. On the other hand, if you want to go to a private sector company, go to CRH or whatever, and you'll get paid multiples of that. Now, 
if anybody worth multiples of the five hundred grand, yeah. well, you can argue that backwards and forwards. But what, what about what, what? What do you say to Roshin's point that I mean, CRH didn't do the untold damage to the Irish economy that some of the banks did. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I fully agree with Roshin on that. I mean, they did do enormous damage, and I was I was one of the state directors on the board of AIB for eight years. And, you know, when I went in, I said to them, guys, I'm not here to improve my popularity rating. I'm here to try and get back the 22 billion of our money that you guys have. Mm. And we'd probably never get it back from AIB because I mean, the share price is still languishing. Uh, at the last IPO, I think the issue of the shares is over four euros. They're still hanging. They're down at about three still. And it'd be almost impossible ever to recover the money. On the other hand, the people that are around now were not the people that probably made a mess of things at the time. And I was quite surprised when I was on the AIB board to find how relatively poorly paid a lot of people down the line were mm. in the AIB and the poor conditions that they had. Um, and yeah. you know, they, they would never be able to afford houses or anything like that based on the pay they were getting. Uh, now, the, the, the 20 grand isn't an enormous bonus. I mean, you look at the bonuses that are paid in other institutions, this, this is tiny compared to that. And if you can motivate people to get more work out of them and keep down staff numbers... You know, I'd be all in favour of it. Roisin, it's motivation for okay. people, improve efficiencies and all of that? Well, I think the first thing to say is that not everybody is motivated by money and it's that there are better things to be motivated by. Ah, come and on now. Think, people people no, don't no, get no, up in the morning, they skip into work in the Bank of Ireland because they're motivated I'm by not, the I'm public service talking, it provides. Kieran, I'm not talking about a situation where somebody's on the breadline. Of course, anybody who's doing a responsible uh, and high-level job needs to be paid properly. I'm not denying that. But by any yardstick, 500,000 is being paid exceptionally well. Mm. Now, you know, bear in mind that this is double what our Taoiseach is, is earning. So, like, I find it very hard to understand why anybody would possibly want, need or want more than 500,000 a year. So that's the first thing. And there is the question of giving example to people down the line within a company about what is appropriate. And we know that in many of the more equal societies, Northern European countries, for example, there are rules in companies about the, 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 um, the, the gap between the lowest and the highest paid. Mm. So you have the narrower the gap, the, the better the sense of solidarity is within a company and the better the motivation. So I think that's an important point to make. But, you know, Michael said there about his experience in the NTMA and then in, in, the, in AIB. But that's not necessarily the best way to run a company. It depends, like, if you're looking solely to make money, that may be a, a good way to run it. But there are other considerations. And when it comes to, to, um, to managing retail banking. There are a whole lot of issues in relation to access to cash machines, for example, the the, um, the, the branch network, mm. um, the customer service, the quality of customer service, the interest in ordinary kind of domestic customers and in, indeed small business customers. And, you know, the, the standard in relation to those services at the moment is pretty poor in our banks and need need to be vastly improved. Maybe Maybe the standard so, would be improved you, if you paid them bonuses. I don't think so. 
I, I don't think so, because I don't think a person earning in excess of a half a million euro a year has much in common with the ordinary domestic customer mm. or indeed a small business person. And, you know, Michael spoke about setting certain objectives within the NTMA, and that may have been to maximise the, the return on uh, government investments. And that's fine in that kind of a, a company. But in relation to retail banking, you know, surely we're more interested in customer service and having proper, you know, human a human yeah. to our banking system, but, as well as them remaining solvent, but also yeah. in terms of them playing a key role in supporting businesses, in providing mortgages, in ensuring, you know, the best uh, rate of interest available. Yeah. Can, All of those kind of things, which are much more important yeah. than, but, you know... Can I go back big, to Michael just... Big books. I, 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 Michael, it's, it's kind of a false comparison, is it? Like, I mean, CRH or not any other private company because the banks aren't really private companies in the sense those others are. I mean, they, they, they provide a public service and we can't function in society without access to them. I never have to give CRH any of my custom. We keep talking about CRH, it's just the example. But, but I, I need to have a bank account. Yeah, no, I, look, I fully agree with that and I agree with what Roshan said. Um, I think the banks, the service the banks are providing is not good. And I mean, I was on your programme, I think it was your programme, about the ATMs when they were closed. When mm. they were forced to close 70 of them. And, you know, I thought it was I thought it was outrageous. And somebody asked me, uh, what would I have said if I was on the board? And I said, well, I would have said that the Minister for Finance agreed to this. And by the way, did he agree to it in writing? And if he didn't, don't do it. And as far as I know, he didn't agree to it in writing. I thought that was, a, that was a, an awful thing for them to do. But anyway, they backed off it. Uh, fairly smartly. But I mean, if you do go into a branch, you, you don't get great service. You know, because I like go in occasionally myself and you can end up in a fairly lengthy queue with one or two people actually serving customers, you know, behind behind a, a grill. Mm. And um, it's, not a, it's not a great service. And the hours are not great either. They're open. And they could they could give a better service. Oh yeah, well, Michael, but, don't don't get me started on the hours that banks open. I mean, they they they, they it's almost like they open an hour determined to keep people away from the branch and to stop providing a service. They should be open on Saturdays, early in the morning, late in the evening, give people a bit of time off during the day, or have people on shift work, whatever it happens to be, but not conducive to uh, working families. Certainly. Anyway, listen, we appreciate your time, both of you. Michael Summers is the former CEO of the National Treasury Management Agency. Roshin Shortall, co-leader of the Social. Democrats. Mandy says people who've invested in their careers, qualified and worked hard are due good wages. Nothing wrong with that as long as it's based on objectives. And Ronan in Churchtown says private companies can pay people what they like. It was the public sector paying pensions bill that was bigger than the bank bailout 10 years ago. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.